Are you an individualist or a collectivist? Or perhaps you have no idea because you have you never even heard those terms before. If you've not ever researched culture types, you should. It's an interesting bit of information to think about and relate to. Our mindset is largely determined for us before we are ever born, based on the culture of the collective whole we are born into. There are differences and individualities, of course, among people or even subcultures, smaller groups of people, families for instance. But generally, the culture you live in determines the way you think and even your behavior in most instances. Collectivist and individualist are the two dominant culture types throughout the world. Collectivist cultures encourage individuals to focus on the needs and desires of others before their own. This could be your immediate family members, a smaller subculture, group of friends or people with similar religious views or affiliation, or the larger culture or even society as a whole. In collectivism, people are encouraged to make decisions that are the best for group members, not necessarily themselves. What would benefit everyone, not just me? Being a good person includes pursuing not your individual desires or motives, but being dependable and reliable, understanding and attentive to the needs of others, and concerned with the interests of other people affected by your decisions. Some Asian countries, Japan, Korea, Taiwan, Indonesia, are typically the most well-known for being strongly collectivist-minded one. In individualistic cultures, individual needs are prioritized. Your own needs and desires are treated as more important than others. Pursuit of self-interests, being independent autonomous are encouraged. In this culture, people are encouraged to maintain independence and not rely on other people for things. Individual rights take precedence over what is best for others or everyone. The USA, not surprisingly, is the most individualistic society in the world. Germany and Australia are two other countries that are known for individualistic tendencies too. With that said, there are obviously variations of this in each culture, and certainly individualities and characteristics that disassociate with those overall mindsets. According to Nigel Reisner's Personality Type Research 3, for example, dolphin personalities, sanguine, if you've been around for a while, are typically people-oriented. They are peacemakers, always seeking to ensure that everyone gets along, they care about others, they don't want people mad at them, etc. Dolphins are much more likely to have individualistic principles or behavior tendencies, even if they live in a collectivist culture. A lion, on the other hand, choleric, if you've been around for a while for, is typically more independent and egocentric, often described as driven, motivated, go-getter. Sometimes at the expense of others. These collectivist tendencies, coupled with a collectivist society, as a whole, can make for a fierce personality animal. Here is a quick example of the differences between the two. In Asian countries, there is no such thing as terrible twos, that is very much a Western view and even expectation. Simply having stated that, someone in the USA will immediately know that I am referring to the tantrums, biting, screaming, demanding and generally assertive behaviors of a two-ish-year-old child. Because we are individualistic, it's just second nature for us to assume, know and expect that this is normal behavior. We label it as such when it happens, and often do less to address it because we are comfortable with it and know it's just a phase. In a collectivist society however, this is not the case. This behavior would be considered shameful because it embarrasses others in the group around you, most likely your mom in the grocery store. It is not acceptable, or accepted, receives no normal label, and is simply addressed as wrong. The cultural expectation we are born into influences just about everything about us. Our perception of ourselves, for example, 
can be determined in some way by which of the cultures we live in. If I am in a collectivist culture, the things I value as positive personality characteristics would likely be things like being reliable and dependable, responsible, a good neighbor or friend, a loyal partner 5. In an individualist culture, my valued personality characteristics may be things more like specific traits, I'm strong, athletic, smart, talented, etc. It influences our relationships. Collectivists are more likely to seek harmony in relationships, as well as stay in relationships for long periods of time. Individualists are more likely to sacrifice a relationship if they feel it directly benefits them in some way and are quick to align with the notion that relationships simply come and go, and that's a normal part of life. Have you figured out yet how any of this relates to the COVID-19 pandemic and vaccination? I'm sure you probably have a slight inclination if you aren't fully certain. People in collectivist cultures are much more likely to get vaccinated because they see it as a civic duty, or simply a moral responsibility because the data shows that getting vaccinated can help not only you, but other people as well. Iceland is a great example of this. They are an individualistic culture 6, overall, however, they also currently have one of the highest vaccination rates in the world 7. There are many factors that likely contributed to this, but a big one, in my opinion, is the fact that despite being individualistic, they are a healthy and well-functioning culture as a whole. There is little division among them, they are committed to working together and avoiding misinformation, they have an overall sense of trust in the government based on historical responses to things, and they did not politicize the pandemic 8. What are the results of this commitment to collectively working together for the good of others? Iceland has had no deaths from COVID since May of 2021, as of today's date 9. Zero. Here's where my faith comes in. If Jesus were a culture type, he would be collectivist. He was a collectivist, as demonstrated by his life during his years on earth. I cannot find any reference in the Bible to Jesus worrying about himself, his needs, his desires, what he wanted, or ever encouraging anyone else to do so. On the contrary, he was always concerned with the needs of other people. He frequently redirected his disciples in this regard as well. In Mark chapter 5, immediately after Jesus has raised Jairus' daughter from the dead, the very first thing he did was tell them to get her something to eat, b. 43. In the following chapter, 6, of Mark, Jesus encourages the disciples to take some time alone to rest, away from the people that were following them while they were ministering. In John chapter 6, a hungry multitude of 5,000 people are fed at the end of a long day. He performs a miracle, despite his own exhaustion and desire for rest. I do devotions with my kids on a regular basis, and we always have a giggle when Jesus is eating because he always is. I tell them that they are just like he was always hungry. Of course, we are given an actual directive and command directly related to this notion in Philippians 2-3, Amplified Version, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, through factional motives, or strife, but with, an attitude of, humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourselves. Here's where we run into a really huge, enormous, catastrophic problem in the USA, as it relates to the COVID-19 vaccination. For starters, can I just say that I'm appalled at what I am seeing in a large handful of believers in recent months. It is really a stark impression of what living with me as a teenager must have felt like. All I cared about was myself, and what I wanted to do, and my own opinion about things, and my own intentions. This is pretty standard for most teenagers, I guess. But, being a choleric personality, driven, motivated, strong, egocentric, 
made it especially hard on my parents because no deterrent was going to stop me from getting what I wanted. Suddenly, I feel like I'm living this in reverse. Many evangelical Americans have suddenly become rebellious teenagers. Add to that the fact that we are an individualist society, and we have a big problem. I started this pandemic as part of that problem. I am a lion. A gold slash green. A choleric, if you've been around for a while and know of the original four personality types. I'm a type A. What I've learned about myself over the years is that I come off strong. I can be intimidating to some people. I don't seem overly welcoming or friendly at times. I have an extreme need to be right about things. I don't look good on paper, I know. The cons of my personality type are often so much more standout than the pros, because the pros are more behind the scenes or just come off like a normal part of life. I'm a visionary. I have a plan. I have a schedule. I keep things organized. I can think outside the box. I get things done. Being a gold slash green has caused its fair share of problems, but it's also allowed me to have a very successful career, a graduate degree, a wife of over a decade and mother to five children. I can promise you that none of that would have been possible if it weren't for my personality type. What seems like an absolutely overwhelming and daunting task that other personality types would avoid at all costs, is simply a welcome organizational challenge for me. I can do this, and I can do it well. I rarely get overwhelmed, and when I do, I simply plan and organize my way out of it. Think outside the box, plan and manage a schedule, let's get it done. I approached the COVID vaccination challenge the same way I would any other challenge in life. I came up with a plan, wrote down my biggest questions and concerns, and researched extensively until I figured out what I wanted to know. Some of the questions, upon being answered, simply led to new questions. And so, I researched those. And I kept going until I felt like I had all the answers I needed in order to make an informed decision. It took hours upon hours over the course of a couple weeks. To see my findings in a prior blog post, go here. I'll be honest, despite all of that, I was dreadfully nervous as I drove into the pharmacy parking lot to get my first vaccination dose. As suddenly as I started feeling butterflies and wanted to turn around and leave, I caught myself and intentionally started to play back all of the research I had found, and what I now knew. I wasn't going into this with any wonderings or unanswered questions. I was well prepared, well informed and knew that this was the right decision for me. After months of such inner turmoil and an unsettled spirit, I've had unexplainable peace since deciding to get the vaccination, which has solidified for me that it was the right choice. Sometimes, at the end of the day, going with your gut instinct parallels what your spirit was telling you anyways. After all, as God said in Ezekiel 36:27, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. Having said that, I was one of those people who didn't tell anybody I had been vaccinated initially, for fear of being shamed or attacked by those around me. I intentionally didn't bring it up in conversation and waited to say anything until I was directly asked, or it happened to come up for some reason. And when I realized it wasn't just me, this is where the new problems really began. People are very concerned about how the people that they love within their family and within their friendship circles and their work circles are going to react if they find out that they got the vaccine 10. What has happened in the church and our culture, that this would ever even be something I would actually have to even think about. What did I miss? When did doing the right thing stop being cool? Are we back in middle school again and nobody told me? Is this a global experiment, and I'm being punked? In my mind, if there was one reason to get the COVID vaccine, 
despite the many that I found supporting it, it would be this. It might benefit another person. Or a lot of other people. Or maybe it only benefits me. But either way, there is substantial evidence demonstrating that there is no bigger risk to me than at any other vaccination I've ever received, and so certainly it seems unquestionable that I would make any other decision. There are so many hesitations, and each of them is valid. They should all be explored and considered and evaluated equally. But with that comes the responsibility to actually consider the findings, something I'm not seeing happen. I have been through this very process myself and had a lot of hesitation, and rebellion, and inclination to not change my position. What we, especially as believers, should not be doing, is spreading misinformation, slander, fear-invoking means or articles, and especially not using our own agenda as a front for trying to shame the opposing group. If you determine that the vaccination is not something you should do, at minimum, you should be backing that biblically. Isn't that the same way we have always addressed things in the evangelical community? The Bible is our standard, and that's the tool we use to measure our choices and decisions. I have yet to see or hear any believer biblically support the choice to not get a vaccination. And I could not find any biblical backing for that position either. If that's the case, those in opposition of the vaccine better take a cold hard look and evaluate their hearts and spirits, and determine whether they are in alignment with Christ. Hear me. If you are a Christian who chooses not to get the vaccination, I'm fine with that. But your reason better be a good one. A logical one. A biblically supported one. A scientifically backed one. And if it's not any, or preferably all, of the above, then you should really keep it to yourself. Because otherwise, it's quite likely that you are a stumbling block. For someone who has already received the vaccine, questioning their decision or feeling shame slash guilt for whatever your association with the vaccination has inferred on them is, for someone who is considering getting the vaccine, questioning their choice, or assimilating your information into their decision-making process, or for someone who agrees with you and doesn't want the vaccine, possibly a poor example of what loving others looks like in the two scenarios above. And the Bible, once again, has something to say about that in Romans 14 13, Therefore let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. Don't be a stumbling block. Remember Iceland? Just because your nature has been infused by the likely individualistic society you live in, doesn't mean you have to make your decisions that way. And there's no representation for that in the Bible. Be a hero. Be a part of the solution. Love those around you no matter their vaccination status or political affiliation. Isn't this what we've been hearing, preaching and teaching from the beginning anyways? Dash. 1. HTTPS colon slash slash www.verywellmind.com slash what are collectivistic cultures 2794962. 2. HTTPS colon slash slash www.verywellmind.com slash what are individualistic cultures 2795273. 3. https colon slash slash www.nigelreesner.com slash quiz 4. https colon slash slash www.sciencedirect.com slash topic slash psychology slash for temperament 5. https colon slash slash www.verywellmind.com slash what are collectivistic cultures 2794962 6. https colon slash slash www.hofstedainsights.com slash country comparison slash Iceland, the Netherlands slash. 7. 
https colon slash slash www.cnn.com slash interactive slash 2021 slash health slash global COVID vaccination slash 8 https colon slash slash foreign policy.com slash 2021 slash 07 slash 23 slash Iceland tourism pandemic COVID vaccine slash 9 https colon slash slash m.facebook.com slash story.php Story underscore fit equals 1788084898045805 it equals 608946705321 and underscore rdr. 10. https colon slash slash www.newsweek.com slash people are reportedly getting vaccinated disguise avoid judgment 1614057.